Sleep Tight Relax is supported by the generosity of our premium subscribers. If you would like to get some of the perks, like shoutouts, stickers, and other surprises in the mail, go to sleeptightrelax.com premium or follow the link in our show notes. Thank you. Hello friends, this is Cheryl, and welcome to Sleep Tight Relax, a bedtime podcast for the young and young at heart. In this episode, we are going to combine the gentle sounds of nature, music, and story to help you relax and become calm and peaceful. Let's start by making sure you are ready to get cozy and comfortable. Your lights can be down low and your room should be free from distractions. You can be laying in your bed or standing if you aren't quite there yet. You can do this with your stuffed friends. Maybe they would like to prepare for rest too. When you are ready, let's start with a short, deep breathing practice. Let's try to slow things down by taking a slow, deep breath in through your nose. As big a breath as you can and as slowly as you can. Now, slowly let the air out through your mouth. Try it again. Take a deep breath in. And let the air slowly flow out. Conscious breathing like this is a great tool to help you get calm. Get ready for all kinds of activities, whether it is sleep, or something you feel nervous about. Take a slow, deep breath in, filling your belly with air, and slowly exhale the air through your mouth. After a few deep breaths, you should feel more relaxed, calm, and ready. After our story, I'll check back in with you again and leave you with some relaxing sounds to close your eyes to. The Maple Leaf and the Violet The maple tree lived on the edge of the wood. Beside and behind her, The trees grew so thick and tall that there was plenty of shade at her roots. But as no one stood in front, she could always look across the meadow to the brown house where Bessie lived and could see what went on in the world. After the cold winter had gone by and spring had come again, 
the maple tree sent out thousands of tiny leaf buds that stretched themselves and grew larger day by day in the warm sunshine. One little bud on the end of a tall branch worked so hard to grow that when he finished opening all his folds and found himself a tiny pale green leaf. He was curious, as little folks generally are, and as soon as he opened his eyes, wanted to see everything about him. First, he looked up at the blue sky overhead, but the sky only looked quietly back at him. Then he looked across the meadow to where Bessie lived, but Bessie was at school and the house was still. Then he gazed far down below him on the ground and there, just beneath, was a little violet. She had uncurled her purple petals a few days before and was waiting to welcome the first leaf bud that came out. So when the maple leaf looked down, she smiled up at him and said, Good morning. He answered her politely, but he was very little and did not know what to say. So he didn't talk any more that day. The next morning, they greeted each other again. And soon they grew to be good friends and talked together cheerfully all day. The maple leaf lived so high up in the tree that he could easily see across the fields, and he watched every day for Bessie as she started for school. When she came out of her door, he told the violet, and the violet always said every morning, Dear Bessie, I would like to see her too. Sometimes when the day was chilly and it was almost too damp in the shade, the violet used to wish she might be high up on the branch above her, waving about in the sunshine like a maple leaf. But she was a contented little thing and never fretted long for what she could not have. It was generally pleasant on the ground and the bugs and caterpillars and worms as they crawled about at her roots, often told her very interesting things about their families and their troubles. One day, it was very dry and warm. The maple leaf was not at all comfortable, high in the hot air, and he said to his mother, Mother tree, won't you let me go down by the violet and be cool? Then the maple tree answered, No, no, little leaf, not now. If I once let you go, you can never come back again. Stay quietly here. The time will soon come for you to leave me. The maple leaf told this to the violet, and then they began to fear that when the mother tree let him go, he might not be able to fall close beside the violet. So the next day, when the wind came whistling along, the violet asked him if he would kindly take care of the leaf and send him to her when the mother tree let him go. 
The wind was rough and careless and said he really didn't know. He couldn't be sure how he'd feel then. They would just have to wait and see. The two little friends were rather unhappy about this, but they waited quietly. After a while, the weather grew cold. The air was so cold that the maple leaf shivered in the night, and in the morning when the sun rose and he could see himself, he found he was all red just as your hands and cheeks are on a frosty morning. When the mother tree saw him, she told him he would soon leave her now, and she said goodbye. He was sorry to go, but then he thought of his dear Violet and was happy again. After a while, a gust of cold wind came blowing by and twisted the little leaf about and fluttered him so that he could not hold on to the tree any longer. So at last he blew off, and the wind took him up and danced with him and played with him until he was very tired and dizzy. But at last, for he was a kind wind after all, he blew the leaf back, straight to the side of the violet. How close they cuddled to each other, and how happy they were. You would have been very happy if you had seen them together. In the morning, when the sun rose yellow and bright, Bessie came into the woods with a basket and a small shovel. It was nearly winter, and she knew that soon the snow would fall and cover all the pretty growing things. So she dug up very carefully roots of plummy fern and partridge berries with their leaves and wintergreen and boxberry plants to grow in her window garden in the winter. She took the violet too, bringing away so much of the earth around her roots that the little thing scarcely felt that she had been moved. As Bessie put her plants in the basket, she saw the little maple leaf resting close by the violet, but he looked so pretty lying there that she did not move him. In the sunny window of the little brown house, the violet grew still more fresh and green. But each day as the plants were watered, the maple leaf curled up a little more at the edges and sank down farther into the earth, until soon he was almost out of sight, and after a while crumbled away. Still, he was close beside his violet, and all the strength he had, he gave to her roots. She always loved him just the same, though she could not see him any longer, and after a time when she had lived her life and her leaves wilted, each one fell from the stem, sank into the earth where the maple leaf lay, where they would continue to be together forever and nurture other plants when they sprouted in spring. And that is the end of our story. If you are still awake, 
I would like you to say to yourself, I care about others. I love my family and friends. I am unique and special. I am calm, relaxed, and peaceful. Sleep tight. <laughs> <laughs>